Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. All right. Welcome, welcome, welcome on in. It is the latest episode of the Off Air Podcast. I am Chris Thomas, joined as always by my fellow 929 The Game producer, Stephen Gagliano. And Stephen, there's only one place to start this week, and that was a holy crap moment yesterday for the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, of the 10 trades made of at the NFL trading deadline, we were involved in not one, not two, but three deals highlighted by Calvin Ridley saying adieu to Atlanta and hello to Jacksonville, where everybody knows your name and everybody wants to play. Um, It was a crazy day on Dukes and Bell yesterday, I can tell you that. And uh, the Atlanta Falcons are are saying, hey, we're 4-4, and we're in first place, why not? Yeah, make some moves, and and that's that's a great thing that fans love to see when their team, you know, makes these moves and and does these kind of things at a trade deadline and shows they're active. It shows they're not willing to just sit back. They added a corner, which you know is a huge need right now with Casey Hayward still on IR, with AJ Terrell's status still kind of up in the air. But yeah, obviously the uh, and by the way, how funny is it that now Dean Marlowe's last play with the Falcons essentially. <laughs> was right. him getting torched on that Hail Mary. Uh, he goes to Buffalo, I think, or back to Buffalo. Back to Buffalo. Before. I so, like that, though, because it says, you know what? We're going to hold you accountable, even if you're a backup. Exactly. You make a play like that or don't make a play like that. We don't have time for your nonsense. Yeah, and but like you said, it was a wild day yesterday when that news broke. You were sitting in, obviously, with Dukes and Bell on the board. I was in here doing updates trying to follow all this stuff where the deadline is four o'clock and a lot of the Falcon stuff, the Calvin Ridley one happened right before, but then the Dean Marlowe trade and the Rashad Fenton trade, those got reported essentially after the deadline. So it's one of those Mm -hmm. things where news just kind of keeps coming out and keeps coming out. So it made for a a really fun, but a really chaotic day here. Yeah. Uh, Give me a media nugget. I had, I have it. Oh, there it is. Okay. Um, (laughs) Dramatic effect. Delayed satisfaction there. Um, So when I, uh, I went to the bathroom and then I came back into the station and we were crossing paths in the newsroom and I, and I was just asking you because you were doing the updates. I wanted to just make sure you had all the latest information at your disposal and you had recorded an update and 
I was like, oh, you get the Falcons moves in there? You're like, yeah, I got Ridley and I got uh, Fenton. And I was like, oh, well, they just uh, traded Dean Marlowe. You're like, damn <laughs> Which of it. course they did. <laughs> damn it. But, but honestly, though, not your fault. Because it was like, so for those who obviously listen to the station, our updates are at 20 and 40 past the hour. And the trade happened at like 416. <laughs> and I got to you. I was coming back from a bathroom break at like 418 and the update was at 420. So there was no way, no how for you to go back in and get the information. And so I was close. So, so while I, I was kind of listening to the commercial break, which I can do that in here, I can plug it up through the speakers while I'm still, you know, working on my updates and stuff like that. I was about 25 seconds late of, I had it, I recorded it, or I added the Dean Marlowe deal in there and I was about to send it to you. And then I clicked back into the station and I heard the update start to fire. So I was like, ah, I just missed it. So yeah, people had to wait an extra 20 minutes to hear, uh, to hear that included in my update. Luckily the Calvin Ridley news happened first. Right. So yeah, that was the big one. Yeah. We were able to get that in. Um, what an interesting legacy he leaves in Atlanta. What's with Atlanta and its star receivers, man. Um, uh, yeah. It's never a graceful exit. Yeah, Julio and him. I mean, I I think though you would agree it was a foregone conclusion that he was never going to play for the Falcons again. Yeah, I, that's why I I always found it so funny when you know at the beginning of the season and as the Falcons were adding pieces in the off season, everyone was saying like, oh, imagine this unit with Calvin Ridley next year. Like, no, Calvin Ridley is not going <laughs> to play for your team. He he publicly embarrassed himself the organization and put them through such a terrible situation that I don't care how productive he was in 2020 when he had that breakout season, it was not going to be worth the headache of bringing him back into the building and facing all of the questions that obviously you would face. Now I'm sure, you know, there'll be questions whenever Terry Fontenot and Arthur Smith meet the media for the first time of what went into the decision of letting him go. They may explain a little bit, but that, pales in comparison to what they would have had to answer of, Hey, what's the plan for Calvin Ridley? How do you make sure he doesn't basically trip up and do this again? When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, it's funny because uh, today being Wednesday, the pod will drop tomorrow morning on Thursday. Arthur Smith will have made his weekly appearance on Dukes and Bell. He will be joining at uh, 5 p.m. this afternoon. So it's going to be a very interesting interview. Uh, The highs of recapping that wacky game that we talked about on the last episode with the win over the Panthers. And then also... Uh, the sobering conversation of dealing with, uh, you know, letting go of a player that was supposed to be a cornerstone of your franchise for a decade. What gets an icier reaction? The answer, the inevitable answer to the Calvin Ridley question today, or when Carl asked him about the roughing the passer penalty a few weeks ago? Oof. Uh, I I think that one, the, the roughing the passer one, just because A, that was after a loss and it was, 
in the flow of a game, whereas this was completely out of their control. Right. So I think he'll come with a more uh, level-headed approach. Arthur Smith, from everything we've we've talked to him now, you know, every week since he's been the head coach of the Falcons, he just doesn't take nonsense. Right. Like that's the best way I can describe it. He just he he has no time for it. He has no use for it. He will not answer it. He will brush it off and push it down every single time. So if it's a question about something that's out of his control, if it's a question that he thinks is obvious to an answer that you're just trying to get him to say the words out loud, he will not stand for it. And he's not, that's not a reflection on how he feels about Dukes and Bell or how he feels about the radio station or how he feels about being a coach of the Atlanta Falcons. So I have a feeling we'll get a quick, but fair, stern response, and then it'll be, what are we doing to, you know, get Marcus Mariota throwing 25 times for three touchdowns again against the Chargers? Right, and yeah, that, that's a great point as far as the way he answers things. It has nothing to do with necessarily the, the format or the platform that he's answering the question because just the other day I watched his press conference at the podium and one of the reporters asked him about what happened on the Dean Marlowe Hail Mary. And the reporter said, he was like, you know, is that what he's coached to do in that scenario? And Arthur Smith literally just looked at him and goes, is that a serious question? Of course <laughs> not. Like he just stared at him and he was like, if you ask me a real question, I'll give you a real answer. And so exactly. it was great. Right. He doesn't, he just doesn't take any BS or he, do, he doesn't engage with that kind of stuff. Like you said, just to get him to say the words, he's not going to He's not going to give in to that kind of thing, which is great. And that's what a lot of people love about Arthur Smith. And that's why I think he's a great coach for this organization. Cause he doesn't, you know, he doesn't put up with any of that kind of stuff. Yeah. This team has been in a position now where they've had, you know, between Matt Ryan leaving and Julio Jones leaving and the Calvin Ridley controversy. And then you compile that with all the losing um, you needed a guy like him to come in and be able to, handle a situation to be able to talk about a situation like this. Cause it's not easy. I mean, he was a Calvin Ridley when he's healthy and out of trouble is a top eight to 10 wide receiver in the league, somewhere in that range. So, you know, when you just, <coughs> excuse me, I'm getting choked up thinking about it. When you have to move on from a franchise player like that, because of a boneheaded decision that they made off the field, you know, you need the type of leader in there who can handle that situation and keep the locker room where it needs to be and keep the guys focused on one thing, which is continuing to play a brand of winning football. So it was a very, very interesting trade deadline yesterday. Super fun show. Love doing shows like that. Uh, again, something that we said after Sunday's game is like when you have big shows or big events like that, that's what makes coming in and doing this job even more fun than it is on a regular day. Exactly. And one uh, one extra thing on the Calvin Ridley trade. How about him being traded to the state where, if I'm not mistaken, isn't that where he placed the bets? Oh, got that's him a good point. I think it might have even been a game that he bet right. on. There's some, some, there's some correlation there. You're right, for sure. Yeah, I, I remember something about Florida in that story. So it, it all kind of comes full circle. 